welcome you back to Local News Live. So right now, we've got an interesting segment coming to you right now. Now, our great TV station, KWTX, in Waco, Texas, they do a segment focusing on video games, the industry, the games themselves, the future of the industry, and its impact on every aspect of our lives, from economics to a social standpoint to how we perceive our world and the virtual world and how it's going to go from here. And speaking of how we perceive our world, there's a lot of open world video games. And when that happens, a lot of these developers program in continuous weather patterns, or at least it seems that way. From across multiple games, you can have sunny days, you can have rainy days, but are those accurate? Is a video game accurate? I can, I, I can already tell you, you're clicking off the Facebook Live right now. Please don't, please don't. There's a method to Stick our madness. We'll <laughs> to, method to our madness. And as you can hear in the background, we're going to take you directly to Mike Bell, who assists in these hardwired segments by bringing in the experts. We have 100 local great TV stations worth of experts, including meteorologists. But we'll go ahead and let Mike Bell talk a little more about that before I take away every word of any possible introduction he could live, he could have and leave him with nothing. So uh, he's already told me it's too late, but uh, I'm going to put him up there anyway. Oh, Nick, Nick, why do I even say, hey, I'll go over the intro and everything when basically... It's your job! Man, man, you just you just stole my job, I swear. So, hey, everybody, Mike Bell here, Local News Live. Of course, I'm bringing another update from our friends from KWTX and their uh, subdivision, I guess is what I want to call it, of Hardwired. Uh, my friend Andrew Hamilton works at KWTX, and he recruited uh, for this video uh, their lead meteorologist, uh, chief meteorologist, I should say, at KWTX, and they did a reaction video. I'm a sucker for these videos, and, and Nick... I want you to chime in on this as well. I mm -hmm. love reaction videos. An expert reacting to something like, like you know, you have somebody uh, like a meteorologist reacting to tornadoes in uh, uh, disaster movies. Or you have an expert react to like uh, uh, any number of different things for any kind of movie, video game, and so forth. So that kind of leads me to their video that we're about to present. I spoke with Andrew a little bit about that, but I want to talk to you because, Nick, just like me, I know you love video games. Mm -hmm. We play games. Yep. Instead of doing more adult things, like we should, yeah. like, be responsible with our lives. <laughs> so, but, but, like, especially in more recent years, weather, yes, the climate in a lot of these big open world games, I'm talking about Horizon, I'm talking about Red Dead Redemption, and a lot of other, A Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda, Weather takes an impact on, uh, you have to have the right equipment. Mm -hmm. If you're in a volcano zone and you're wearing a winter coat, bad things are going to happen. If you're in Red Dead Redemption, you go up to uh, the frozen north, basically, and you don't have any kind of winter gear, you're going to have a bad time. You've experienced this. Do you kind of like this level of realism, or do you think it's a bit of like an extra challenge that isn't really needed? Well, it also adds an extra layer to the experience, because if you can go back even as far as 11 years ago to when Skyrim first came out, and then like every now and then it would rain. And they specifically included an ability that you could give your guy to literally shout at the sky and clear a rainy day and make it sunny again. So it, 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 it even brings in human psychology to be like, 
if we don't like a rainy day, we have the power to literally change it if we learn that power. It's like, no, to, to heck, to hell with this rainstorm, I want sun yep. once again. But even included in sports games like NCAA football and Madden, if you go to uh, an opposing team stadium with like an open roof and there's a, it's raining or it's cold, they try to incorporate little things like your running back is going to slip on the snow or slip so on the rainy field. And it's harder something. to catch a ball, so they try to add those effects in as well exactly so you know it's about that weird mix of like you want to be realistic but you also it's a video game you mm. know you don't want to be uh, if you forget to like eat too often while you're playing a game you don't want to suddenly log in and like your character died because you forgot to eat for the last 15 <laughs> days you know nobody wants that we kind of play games to escape but also we want something a little bit grounded in reality that way we can relate a little bit more so I spoke with Andrew Hamilton from KWTX and, of course, of Hardwired. He did a little bit of a segment with their lead meteorologist, a chief meteorologist. I said lead again. I don't know why. Chief meteorologist at KWTX reacting. So we'll get to Andrew and my uh, chat with him. And then right afterward, we're going to play Hardwired's newest video. Check it out. Hey everyone, Mike Bell here, real quick for Local News Live, joined as always with Andrew Hamilton, KWTX, and of course of Hardwired. Andrew, as always, thank you for joining me. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Just another rainy day in Texas. Another rainy day in Texas. So speaking of rain, uh, you just published on Hardwired a uh, video from your chief meteorologist, uh, Brady Taylor. Uh, reacting to uh, uh, weather systems, weather or patterns, weather effects, I suppose, uh, in a number of different video games. I saw Horizon, I saw Red Dead Redemption 2, I saw uh, Battleground in there as well. Uh, so this video, it's 17 minutes long and he's watching and he's like talking about the cloud formations, he's talking about uh, a tornado rotating the wrong way, like stuff I never would have thought of but when you're playing a lot of these big open world games, weather can have a huge impact on the gameplay. You know, like you got to yeah. set up in the, have the right equipment, so on and so forth. So basically, how'd you get the idea? And, and then you were like, you went up to Brady and talked to him about the idea. Kind of take it from there. Yeah. Um, so I thought that, you know, there's a lot of reaction kind of videos and stuff out there but um and i you know a lot of those are from experts but i hadn't really seen anyone take on uh from a video game standpoint talking about the dynamic weather systems in games because for me a good weather simulation uh in an open world game uh is kind of the make or break on on the whether or not that environment feels real uh, I think part of the reason that people were so drawn to Breath of the Wild and uh, the Horizon series and even Red Dead is because those systems felt like they were real uh, versions of our weather. Um, there was interaction between the player and the weather. Your character noted the weather. In Red Dead, you had to prepare correctly, bring the correct kind of outfit, the kind of, the kind of clothes you would wear in that weather. Yep. You, know, you, you had a lot of stuff going into it. Uh, and so I really wanted to get um, our uh, chief meteorologist here, who's not a gamer, uh, to kind of take a look at, at games for the first time. And uh, I don't want to say how many years. Uh, well, he <laughs> so did. He did in a while. In the video, but I got, I got to draw attention to it. In the video, he's watching Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, from Rockstar Studios, one of the most gorgeous games. And I can't 
begin to count the hours of my oh, life yeah. I have poured into Red Dead Redemption. Just story mode. I don't play online. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that he says is, wow, this looks a lot different from Donkey Kong. Uh, um, yeah. The arcade when you could just play something for a nickel. So Yeah, um, and I, I, I definitely wanted that perspective. Um, you know, there are gamer uh, people here in, in, in our newsroom and in our weather department even, uh, but I thought it would be more interesting for him who not having seen these kind of graphics and stuff to tell me, you know, are the are the clouds accurate? Is the kind of weather we're seeing in that environment accurate? You know, are the effects that are happening realistic? Is your character being affected in them in the right way? There's a lot of like really cool nuance that goes into these things, stuff you wouldn't notice uh, typically. And I think that uh, Brady did a really good job of kind of pointing out a lot of stuff that you may not have thought about um, or teach you something about, you know, the weather side of the news that you may never have known. Exactly, exactly. So. Uh, that's pretty much it. We're going to get to the video here now. But Andrew, of course, uh, you want to go ahead and plug away. You guys are uh, hardwired. KWTX Extra. Uh, you're on YouTube. Uh, anything yeah. else? Uh, what are you working on? What, what's the next big thing? See here, we've got, uh, we've got a few major games coming out this month. Um, so we'll be working uh, pretty tightly on uh, our Ghostwire Tokyo video. Uh, we'll have an Elden Ring video up soon, a Horizon video up soon. Uh, I know I've mentioned that the last two times, but yeah, you know, it's just it's it's like four game. of them here. It's a so. big game. It takes a while. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're just taking it week by week and, and putting out the content that we can. We'll have a new episode of Uplink uh, this week covering the way you, the war in Ukraine is affecting video games and stuff. So a lot of cool information there, a lot of sad information, but uh, information that uh, that you may not have known about that situation. Um, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash hardwired on KWTX. Easy link to remember, easy link to find. Yep, and, and you'll be able to find it on the description of this video when it's on Facebook Live. So as always, Andrew, thank you for taking the time of your busy schedule to uh, chat a little bit about video games with another nerd. And uh, we'll be uh, talking again soon. Always happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yep. I'm Andrew Hamilton here for Hardwired. I'm joined today by Brady Taylor, our chief meteorologist here at KWTX. Uh, video games have uh, not been particularly part of your normal day-to-day, -day, but uh, I'm no. going to make them part of it. Yeah, I'm going to say, if, I, I, if you would have went on the list of people I thought you'd invite to come on Hardwired, <laughs> I was way down here. My, my son is the gaming expert at our house, but I guess when it comes to weather, I'll hopefully know a few things At least about you're semi-familiar with part yeah, of it, yeah. the weather portion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so today we're going to be going through and having Brady take a look at some of the uh, uh, weather events that take place in the uh, dynamic weather systems that are in many of modern games. A lot of them claim to have very accurate weather simulation. We're going to kind of put that to a test by letting a meteorologist actually take a look at it. Well, first thing I can tell you is it's a little better than the graphics of Donkey Kong and uh, Mario Brothers and stuff like that, which I don't know if there was clouds in much of that stuff. But, I mean, the one thing I can tell you here, one, the graphics are amazing, but the, the cool thing is the lighting in the clouds with all this, where you see, you know, the dark shade underneath and the, the sun uh, peeking in between and stuff like that. That's uh, uh, and impressive. I mean, very, very lifelike looking from what I can tell. Uh, you know, looking at all this and, you know, and then, like I said, the, the setting sun causing uh, the light shifts, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that, that looks like very realistic from everything I can tell. And then you can tell this is kind of an evening shade where you can see the, the different red shades and the clouds having different hues to them. Um, yeah, that's, that's some impressive looking uh, detail that they've got in this uh, for sure. All right, so now we got a little wind that we got going on here, more of a, can't really see the clouds here, but that, that's kind of cool too, where it, it's not just, you know, where the sun plays a little factor there where you can see it sometimes, can't see it other times. Uh, but then, yeah, then you got the wind factor coming in. Let's see what we're gonna see peeking through here. Yeah, and you got the, you know, little leaves blowing with the wind as well. and. Yeah, I mean, overall, I would say this is uh, looking, looking pretty cool. And yeah, definitely very realistic looking clouds and seem to be acting the way that they should uh, in your, your normal kind of, I mean, much, much better than I would expect in most video games for sure. So we're taking a look at Ghost of Shushima here. Hopefully I pronounced that right, Andrew. <laughs> uh, I mean, one thing I can tell you as a weatherman is don't go riding your horse in a lightning storm like this. That's probably the first thing that you want to know. Uh, it's interesting how quickly all the, everything's letting loose, all the leaves and everything, because the wind doesn't look like it's blowing that hard and there's a whole bunch of stuff flying around. Uh, clouds don't have quite as much detail on this one as the other game, but uh, I guess that's the more awkward thing is everything flying around kind of in the foreground here. but. Uh, still very impressive looking graphics overall with it, but um, yeah, I mean, lightning kind of looks a little cartoonish compared to the clouds as well. Like overall, the on this one looks a little more cartoony than the, the other game that we were looking at, uh, but. Is the weather simulation still up to par for uh, what a storm yeah, like? Yeah, overall, I mean, it does look like it's, it kind of looks like the winds are just kind of there to be there kind of thing. It doesn't look like, uh, you know, like it would in a kind of a normal, which we're switching now to where it's more sunset. And I think this game just likes to have stuff blowing around. It looks like, because <laughs> it looks like a breezy kind of sunset view here. Uh, these clouds look pretty impressive off in the background, that kind of pretty sunset style uh, clouds. But I mean, overall, I mean, the game does pick up. I mean, you can see the, uh, the grass blowing in the wind and uh, the leaves. But I mean, overall to get leaves blowing around like this, the guy would probably have a hard time standing up in that style wind. That's one thing. I mean, his little cape and bandanas blowing around, but his hair is not moving at all. He wears really good hairspray for a samurai. Or what, I don't know if he, is he a samurai? Is he a samurai? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you, I think if you were going to deal with this style of wind blowing these kind of leaves around, it wouldn't be quite as easy walking through. But overall, I think it's done pretty good picking up on the, the grass and stuff moving around along with the leaves blowing, but maybe not quite as accurate as the other game. Let's see the year 2043. Oh no, Android. I think that's 21 years from now. I think longer than that. All right, so we've got Android, uh-oh. Seven day vortex forecast. <laughs> Hopefully I never have to forecast anything like that. Oh man. We need a, one of these to replace our one of our weather vehicles. That'd be chasing right there. Uh-oh. Vortex warning. That's that's goes you go severe thunderstorm warning, tornado warning, vortex warning. If you didn't know that, that's the official uh, way we track all this in meteorology. 
what's coming out? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that, that's worse than raining cats and dogs, I think. It's raining like velociraptors. Okay, yeah, I, that's a different type of forecast for sure. I don't think that weather hopefully is not realistic. So we're doing Legends, Legends of Zelda. Now this is one game that I actually have played, but it was on my Game Boy when I was much younger and slightly different graphics than this. So, all right, so we're in a, looks like a thunderstorm with a volcano in the background. So, uh, yeah, I mean, looks like a mean thunderstorm too. We got, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, like I said, Zelda's typically more cartoony, but I mean, still got really cool with the different layers of the rain. You can see the uh, cloud movement in the background as well. And I saw a little bit of lightning there off and on. I mean, uh, I mean, looks like a mean, nasty thunderstorm for sure blowing through. But actually, I mean, if you were standing underneath a, well, that's pretty realistic looking lightning too. If you were standing under a big thunderstorm, that pretty much kind of what it would look like. It's hard to see a lot of features uh, when it comes to uh, the clouds and get all that rain and wind blowing around. But uh, yeah, I mean, heck, compared to, like I said, I don't think my Game Boy game had quite this good of uh, clouds and rain when I played it eons ago. Um, yeah, even, I mean, you've got a little bit of shifting in the, the trees and stuff with the wind blowing uh, that kind of picks up with the wind blowing and everything like that. Yeah, I would not want to be Zelda walking around in this thunderstorm. Nasty looking weather for sure. All right, so Battlefield 2042. All right, so let's cloudy, stormy looking kind of setup. All right, so we got a tornado in the middle here. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see this one's probably going to be having a little more issues with. I would not be out shooting and stuff like that during a tornado. Probably not the best. I can't. I was trying to see if it was. This guy's running away from the tornado, so it's hard to see it. All right. So the first. This is probably the biggest. Yeah, this is this, so this is the biggest weather faux pas that we've had of any of the video games. So this tornado is spinning clockwise. If you see, it's kind of turning like this. Tornadoes typically turn counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere. So depending on where this video game was made, it would be accurate or not accurate or where you're officially saying you're playing. So, uh, uh, but yes, so that if you look for what we would typically see in a tornado here, it's hard to tell, but the way it's turning across the screen, it's actually turning to the right or clockwise. Uh, Wind-wise, I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't want to be right up, I mean, the odds of this guy running around. One, and it, the other thing is it's staying rather stationary, too. Tornadoes are going to be moving because they're connected to a tornado or to a thunderstorm. Uh, but, you know, seeing lightning, seeing strong winds and stuff like that is all uh, what you expect with a tornado. I would not be advising running this close to a tornado. Um, odds are this guy would have already got knocked unconscious by something flying around. Uh, all the tree limbs, rocks, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the, the, like I said, the biggest faux pas is again, and again, depending on where this game was developed, it uh, is a uh, what we would call a uh, anti-cyclonic tornado, which are a possibility. You can see that every once in a while, but odds of seeing this big, strong storm like this, it would likely be spinning the other way. Um, and I would not advise. Did he just get picked up by the tornado? Okay, yeah, that that would not be, oh, they're all picked up, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, so this is uh, storm chasing gone crazy and uh, not advised, and 
if you're not going to get killed by the bullets flying around, you probably would have got killed by the tornado already. So, uh, interesting. <laughs> All right, so we go from uh, thunderstorms to snowstorms. I mean, overall, I think it looks pretty good. The snowflakes are a little kind of, or they're just big. But, I mean, you can get snow where it's big kind of, what we call kind of the big, fat, heavy snowflakes in some of these. Probably your visibility wouldn't be as good if it was snowing down as heavy as what it is with this, but you also wouldn't want to play a video game if you can't see where you're walking on half of it. But, uh, I mean, overall, I think this looks pretty good. You also got a little sunshine off there in the distance that it may not be. But if you had the storm over you and it was moving out, uh, you know, it's not a big faux pas or anything like that. But, I mean, like I said, you can get different, different style. Of, we don't see a lot of these big snowflakes here in central Texas. We get kind of the smaller, nastier snow a lot. But, uh, but I mean, it, it's something that... And it, you know, picked up on some of the accumulation and stuff like that. Uh, it'd be interesting as it walked more in the sun how much, yeah, kind of see where it's decreasing the amount of snow too. And that's pretty cool as well. So it's kind of picking up where the snow is and where it's uh, not falling. And man, that's impressive to me. It's just the, the walking through the snow, how well it picks up on uh, the impacts that that would have as well. So, yeah, this one, this done a really, really good job. And you kind of see the snow getting blown off of parts of the mountain as well. And, you know, like I said, as he's moving uh, they're moving towards the clearer conditions to get a little less snow. So, yeah, this game does pretty good. And the clouds look pretty in, uh, impressive as well um, that are showing up on this one. Okay, so we're going to fly through Hurricane Laura, which was a, a major hurricane that affected, affected Louisiana. Now, I wouldn't advise flying through a hurricane, but they're actually the Hurricane Hunters are uh, a group with, the, uh, with NOAA and the National Hurricane Center that fly through the storms and actually help us meteorologists dramatically in getting data from inside of these storms. So uh, it'll be kind of cool to see how well this looks compared to the videos that we get from those hurricane uh, hunters that are out there. I mean, this is pretty impressive graphics here on this thing. Um, it's probably a big enough plane. I mean, one, you would not want to be flying through a hurricane, but it's a decent sized plane that probably uh, could withstand. You'd where it's at now in the hurricane, I think overall, like I said, you're going to see the kind of scattered clouds. Uh, these would be circling around, circulating around the outside of the hurricane. Um, probably starts feeling a little bit of turbulence, but nothing probably more than what the plane's showing uh, along the outside of it. Um, let's see, is it? Yeah, and you kind of see as it's starting to get a little closer into the what looks to be kind of closer to the eye wall off in the distance. Uh, the, the storm kind of building up a little bit more. Um, I mean, overall, pretty pretty impressive looking for what you would think, kind of sc scattered around uh, the outsides of a of a hurricane. Pretty pretty impressive look to it. But yeah, usually yeah, usually these aren't these aren't as tall as most thunderstorms that you see. So a lot of times these planes could be able, should be able to fly right over the top of uh, a lot of these clouds that are on the outer edges uh, of a hurricane like this. Now, as you get into the eye wall, that's when it's going to start uh, getting a lot more intense. And when we should be, uh, and then inside of the eye wall, that's when you really kind of get the real dramatic view. Um, all right, so we're starting to get a little closer, looks like, and starting to get these taller clouds. Should start as they get into closer into the eye, you should start running more turbulence. That's when you're starting to see the peak winds from this storm uh, and really start flying more through clouds instead of 
uh, over the top of the clouds, depending on the exact height that they're flying at. But looks like they're attempting to be hurricane hunters and flying uh, right through the, uh, the uh, center of the storm. So, I mean, as, I mean all, all these games have, have impressed me with the, the looks of the clouds, but th this is about, you know, about as realistic for uh, computer simulation as you're probably going to get for somebody that probably wouldn't want to fly through one. Uh, this is probably give you a good representation of uh, what, what you would look at. I'm interested. All right, so it's going through some clouds here. Not, I can't, it's hard to tell exactly where in the hurricane it is. I can't tell if it just acted like it went through the high wall. Typically, you'll see on a big hurricane like this nearly kind of a stadium effect. Uh, inside of the eye wall as you get into the actual eye of the storm. So uh, that that's something I was hoping to be able to see. Um, but there still looks like they're actually getting closer to the eye wall the way that it's. Um, but yeah, you, you'd go through a lot of uh, kind of bands of thunderstorm activity and this increased storm activity. And overall, I mean, this looks pretty, pretty impressive from what I can tell on it. Uh, let's see if it. All right. So now it looks like they're. Oh, okay, now we're now we're getting into the the real meat of it. You can see no visibility at all. If if everything's looking right, this is going through the wall eye wall. You can kind of see the plane bouncing around, um, running into what would be some extreme turbulence. You're talking extreme winds at this point. Again, a category likely category four hurricane when this uh, simulation was going through that they were flying through. So it should make it through what now is the worst part, and then it should go through a real big clearing. And let's watch. So this is the view from the inside the plane so it should go from nearly no visibility to just boom opens up to nearly clear sky so here's some of that clearing there that you can see now that it's worked into the uh the eye of the hurricane now it looks like they're flying kind of right around the edge of the eye i never really got like i said it's hard to tell I, so what i can Andrew, what it looks like they're flying around inside, so they never really came out of the eye on this. Now, it does look, I mean, overall impressive. I wish they would have flown through the eye where I could have seen it a little better, but, I mean, it, it's impressive, and you can see the turbulence they dealt with, and the, the clouds look, look impressive on it. And overall, for a, for a simulation, I think, it uh, looks like they did a pretty impressive job on showing the overall setup of kind of what it would look like going through a hurricane. Hey, thanks, Brady, for joining us today. It's been uh, pretty cool to hear about some of the more scientific impl implications here that uh, these games are going through. I know for all the hard work they put into these games, uh, I'm sure that it's going to mean a lot to some of these developers that they hear a uh, official meteorologist <laughs> say, hey, that's cool. Yeah, I, I was impressed by all of them. I mean, uh, to, to take that much time and thought into the little things that weather can have an impact on uh, was very impressive. I'm a big fan of weather simulation in the games just because it's always cool to hear. It's like the Horizon Forbidden West game that mm. uh, with the snow and stuff. That snow actually like melts off of her clothes and stuff. And in the heat, she'll talk about, you know, like how hot it is and stuff. And That's pretty cool. You can actually see her like starting to like <laughs> work up a sweat and stuff. And there's a lot of like really cool subtle details. And mm. a lot of that comes from this weather simulation. So it's, uh, it's cool to see that it's yeah. pretty accurate to what real life has. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Minus, minus you know, some cartoony stuff here. Yeah, there. you know, jumping into a tornado and stuff like that. That's just for fun. Yeah. I mean, that's my Saturdays. Yeah, just do it in a video game, not in real life. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for joining yeah. us. Uh, 
happy to have uh, Brady on, and hopefully we'll be able to convince more of the people from KWTX here to join us. But for uh, Hardwired, I'm Andrew Hamilton. This has been Brady Taylor, and we'll catch you next time. And so thank you, uh, Andrew, of course, from Hardwired, and Brady, uh, Chief Meteorologist at KWTX, for kind of shining some light on uh, how weather systems kind of work, and then kind of giving his own two cents on how they're portrayed in video games. A lot of those games are really popular. The, most of them have been released in the last few years. Horizon, Red Dead Redemption, I think I saw a Call of Duty in there, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Weather plays a huge impact in video games, especially these big open world games. So it's just another challenge, another piece of realism to make the games feel that much more uh, engaging.